You're listening to Simply the Best Sports Take, the best podcast breaking down the best stuff in sports with host Sean Bingham. His takes are so good, he dropped the mic, but then you wouldn't be able to hear him, and that would suck. Welcome into Simply the Best Sports Podcast. I am your host, Sean Bingham, and today it's all about college football, the podcast that is. Of course, it's Sunday, which is all about the NFL, which I absolutely love. We're going to save that stuff for tomorrow, though. But yesterday, what a day we had in college football. <clears throat> I was right in that I said Notre Dame is always overrated. I was horribly wrong, though, in saying that they were not overrated this year. And they tricked me. Dang it. Those fighting Irish, they do it all the time. They're always overrated. And they really, really proved that to us yesterday, getting smashed 41-8. to by number seven, Miami. Everybody's now saying Miami should be number one or number two. I'm not buying it. I say Miami is number four. I think the Fighting Irish were just horrendously overrated like they are pretty much every year. So, very interesting though. Three of the top six teams in college football lost, which really opened the door for a whole lot of change to take place. Georgia got beat down by number 10, Auburn, 40-17. to 17. Did not see that coming. Um, I've said all along Georgia would not make the college football playoffs, and I think yesterday was proof that that is indeed the case. They still could if they win out, but I don't I don't see it happening. Um, Notre Dame, number three, of course, lost, and then number six TCU lost thirty eight to twenty to number five Oklahoma, and then of course on Friday night uh, we already mentioned uh, Washington lost, um, which was in the top ten. So that's four out of the top ten teams lost this week. Four. So that really opens the door for teams like Wisconsin, uh, kind of Auburn, but not really because they're going to lose anyway. Uh, but Ohio State, that two-loss team, I mentioned yesterday how Urban Meyer's done this before, go smash everybody, just dominate every single game, and be the team that gets in with two losses, be that one team that gets in with two losses. I could see the Buckeyes doing that. I think they're going to beat Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship game. I think Wisconsin's going to be ranked in the top four at that time, and uh, or at least in the top five, and I think Ohio State will beat them, and I think Ohio State will end up getting into the the, the college football playoff. Because here's, take a look at what we got. So <clears throat> Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, Miami, those should be your top four for sure. Oklahoma just beat a ranked opponent, uh, ranked in the top 10, beat them by 18 points. They're absolutely in the top four, and if they went out, they're staying in the top four. Uh, Alabama won a close game, but it was against a ranked Mississippi State. Clemson beat uh, Florida State. It was closer than it should have been, but they still won. So they should stay in because they were already there. They look good. Uh, and then Miami smashed Notre Dame. I'm telling you, Miami hasn't really played many teams yet this year. Um, and Notre Dame, to me, is just... They're just always overrated. They're always doing this to us. They're always getting this big ranking because they've got all this tradition, all this history... And they've got the name and, you know, they've got the fan base and all this stuff that kind of draws the attention of the committee or the voters or whoever. And then they do this to us every year. It, it never it never changes. I mean, to me, Notre Dame is, is always a pretender. And I'm really mad at myself for saying yesterday that I thought this year was different um, because it clearly was not. They were, I mean, it wasn't competitive at any moment in time during that game yesterday. Was it competitive at all? 
So, huge bust for the Fighting Irish. They've now lost twice. They, they won't even sniff the college football playoffs no matter what they do. So they're out. So then you've got, uh, at number five, Wisconsin. Number six is going to be Auburn, but it shouldn't be. Um, it, I honestly think it should be Ohio State. It's probably going to be Auburn, though, and then I bet Georgia's number seven. They'll drop from number one down to number seven because at least the team they lost to is ranked, and they've only got one loss, and Ohio State has two. And So you might even see Georgia at number six, but here's the thing. Alabama plays Auburn, and then Alabama will play Georgia. So I think Alabama will win out. Auburn will get a third loss, so they're completely out. Georgia will get a second loss, and they won't be conference champions, so they're completely out. The SEC will only get Alabama in. Clemson and Miami play each other in the ACC championship game. The winner of that is, of course, in. I'm saying I think it's going to be Clemson, uh, but we know for sure the winner of the ACC championship game is going to get in. So we'll say it's Clemson, Alabama, Clemson. Oklahoma just passed their hardest test. Um, I think they get in. They win out. There is no Big 12 championship game, but uh, they're in first place in the Big 12. They've been ranked and viewed highly all season long. They've beaten ranked opponents. Uh, Just beat TCU, who is number six in the country. I think Oklahoma wins out and gets in. So that leaves you with three. Then it comes down to look at the next teams. Miami. We already said they're going to lose to Clemson, so they'll be out. Uh... Wisconsin, Auburn, and Georgia. I already said Auburn and Georgia are going to lose to Alabama and be out. That leaves Wisconsin and Ohio State. I'm telling you right now, Ohio State is going to beat Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship game, and they're going to get into the college football playoffs with two losses. It's going to happen. So mark my words, my, my top four is going to stay intact from what it was. Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, Ohio State. I then kind of flinched for uh, a week when Ohio State and Penn State lost. And I said, you know, they, they still could do it. They'll still win the Big Ten, but they're probably not going to make it. I'm going to say Notre Dame wins out. Stupid of me. I apologize. Please forgive me. Uh, the Fighting Irish are just, that's just what they do. They, they trick us sometimes. Anyway, so I'm telling you, the Buckeyes are going to do it. I, I don't see, I don't see any any reason why they couldn't make that happen. If they win out, which I think they will, they'll play Michigan, they'll play Wisconsin, they have good good opponents left, they'll win out, and all these teams ahead of them are going to beat each other up. Now, the only way that they could maybe not happen uh, for them that way, and the, oh, the other thing is they're going to be the Big Ten champion. So they'll be a conference champion, a very respected conference, one of the best conferences in college football this year. They'll be a conference champion, and they will have beaten quality opponents. They'll be viewed as the best two-loss team in the country because they'll be a conference champion. Whereas Georgia will be a two-loss team, but they will have just lost their conference championship game, and they just won't get in. And so it's it's, it's crazy, but Ohio State's going to do it again. They're going to get into the college football playoffs. Um, you saw it here first. So all these teams control their destiny, though, for the most part. I mean, Wisconsin got the help they needed from Miami. And now they have a chance to, to just show us. You know, everybody's saying Wisconsin deserves to be in. You know what? They're going to get in if they just win out. Just win out, Wisconsin, and you're in the college football playoffs. I don't think they're going to do it. I think they'll lose. And I actually think they'll probably lose big to Ohio State in that in that uh, conference championship game. Very, very cool stuff. Um, kind of a quick, quick, interesting segue from college football 
into uh, some, some crazy basketball stuff. Not even the NBA, though. We're talking the Chinese League. I don't even know what the league's called. <laughs> the one that Jimmer Fredette is in. But Jimmer, I don't know if you saw this the other day, he got into a little scuffle with Stefan Marbury. Yes, Stefan Marbury is still playing basketball. Uh, we're not sure how old he is, but he's very old. But they got into a little scuffle, and it was uh, kind of interesting. Jimmer was on kind of a fast break in transition, and Marbury goes up to, to block him and, and does a pretty hard block-steal kind of combo thing. It was pretty hard into Jimmer's face. A foul was not called. Jimmer didn't like it, gave Marbury a little shove, and then Mar- Marbury got up in his face, you know, like he was trying to kiss him. And they just, you know, jawed back and forth. That was kind of the end of it. Well, Jimmer's last three games, one of which was against Marbury, here's his point totals. 47, 50, 54. Those are his last three games. 47 points, 50 points, 54 points. Okay, oh, he's a ball hog. Okay, how about this? Five assists, nine assists, ten assists. Those are his assist totals for the last three games. Rebounds, four rebounds, ten rebounds, 13 rebounds. (laughs) <laughs> so in one of his games, his stat line was he made 11 three-pointers. That's the other thing. He's made 9 threes, 10 threes, and 11 threes. So 54 points, 13 rebounds, 10 assists. That's one heck of a triple-double that Jimmer put up. I don't know how this guy doesn't make it back into the NBA. There's, It's so bizarre to me that he can die. I mean, if somebody can think of another player, I just want you to come up with one name who dominated so thoroughly like he did in college. He was the unanimous runaway player of the year. He won every single player of the year award that there was, led the country in scoring, single-handedly took BYU to the Sweet 16. Trust me, I'm a huge BYU fan, I know. And it still bothers me if we'd had Brandon Davies that year. Anyway, that was the year Brandon Davies got suspended, and uh, he ended up missing the... Conference, the last couple games of the season plus the conference tournament and the NCAA tournament. We honestly could have won a national championship. But anyway, without him, it was Jimmer. And we had other good players, of course, but Jimmer just was, man, he was incredible. So name one other player who dominated so thoroughly on the college level, then dominated so thoroughly in the NBA uh, G League, was D League, now it's the G League level, then dominated so thoroughly overseas in a very respectable league. I mean, the Chinese league is pretty respectable. And obviously, it's don't get me wrong, it's, it doesn't even sniff the level of talent that the NBA has. I'm not in any way saying that it's that there's there's similarities there other than the fact that the both leagues are playing basketball. Um, you know, the Chinese league, you can only have two non-Chinese players per team. They try and keep it, you know, very, which I think is cool. They're trying to keep it so that it's competitive throughout. You can't stack one team with a bunch of NBA cast-offs. Um, and, and it's developing Chinese players. I think basketball has become really, really big in China, which is awesome. Um, you've got guys like Yao Ming, of course, kind of leading the way. But, but it is still a competitive league. It is still a good league. It's a respectable league. But no league compares to the NBA. We know that. But who else has dominated at all of those levels? College, Division One college, by the way. The NBA D-League or G-League and overseas in a respectable league overseas, as thoroughly as Jimmer has. MVP in every everywhere he goes. Player of the year, leading everyone in scoring everywhere he goes. Can't find a place for him in the NBA. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, somebody needs to come forward and tell us. Like, and don't tell me his defense. Like, come on. Have we watched James Harden play defense? Have we watched Steph Curry play defense? There's lots of guys in the NBA who can't play defense. 
but if they can score, they can they can play. So I don't get it. Is it is it that he refuses to fit into a system? Is it what is it? What is it about Jimmer that these guys don't like? I really really want to know because this guy's still in his twenties and he's putting up triple doubles of fifty plus points. It feels like there should be a place for him. It just does. So anybody that knows, if you can come up with one player. Uh, that dominated as thoroughly as he has on all three of those levels. Tweet me at Sean Bingham, and I'll uh, we'll do an interview with you for the next podcast. How about that? That's it for today. I'm out. Peace. We got the we got the Thanks for hanging with Simply the Best Sports Take. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and check out stbsportstake.com. Simply the best in sports. You're the